but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Hey there, Mugs. You are listening to Mugs Punting. Moz here. I've got Bean. The two big dogs in action again, mate. How good? Hey, mate. How are you going today? Another another week at the famous Eagle Farm service. We're back there on the Sandy Loam. Um, and then we've got the two group ones down in, down in Sydney. It is, mate. And it's uh, look, it's good to get back, um, hopefully, to the track as well. Queenslanders, we're out of lockdown, which means Mugs, young and old, can get down there and cheer home some of our tips, mate. But it's been a big week. Uh, we launched mugspunting.com.au about a week ago. And I would confidently say, because I know we have BRC and RaceQ spies that listen to this podcast every week, that they've certainly upped their game all of a sudden. Who would have thought? Yeah, there's been a few more um, <laughs> a few more things on socials. I think there was one even yesterday that were talking about an upcoming race on the weekend for the um the BRC website on Facebook, which normally it's Ladies' Day or um some kind of uh, yoga yoga teacher or something like that that they're discussing. So good to see them um actually talk racing for the first time in a long time. Well, and that's the thing. And and if if they are listening right now, big fans. So thanks for listening. But Believe it or not, people like yourself and myself, there might be a few others out there that actually like the racing here in Brisbane. So, for example, when Jim Byrne rides a winner, yes, I want to hear his feedback that they can capture after the race and put up on their social media. What do you know? Yeah, who would have thought thought you you want to hear about that kind of stuff? Uh, So, good to see a bit of action there, a bit of movement. Certainly is, mate, and it just means that we've got to, well, we've upped the tempo, they've upped their game, we want to continue to be better than them, so we're going to keep it going, but look, we've uh, we've actually had a pretty solid week with tips for our midweek preview, so we've had a bit of fun doing that, of course, we've got Lloydie on board uh, directing the ship, so to speak, as well. Mate, how's your uh, transition into a journalist going this week? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're the most well-written articles that um, we've ever put together, but some of the tips are okay, though, because I think we had uh, – there was two at Townsville on Monday that were sort of 8 and $12. Then you had a couple Tuesday with um, yep. probably you for, offered Ipswich. Uh, we had a couple mate. at Mackay with a bit of value, I think $9 in mm-hmm. the first, and then his best bet. My best bet didn't look so good yet. <laughs> Yesterday there was a I think I think one of the comments came through the Instagram. It was like, you've got to stop back in favorites of doom. And and I was like, yeah, but mate, the form, the form stacked up though. It just was, yeah, Kipchoge, I think, is in the sea, to be quite frank, because what did it run yeah. forth in the end and it led on its own? And yeah, it yeah, it's gotta go. So agree with the comments that came through. But yeah, it's been pretty good so far. That's it, mate. Well, look, bigger and better things. So, Mugs, if you haven't yet, go check us out, mugspunting.com.au. And tomorrow we're going to do a bit of a Friday sort of newsletter slash Mugs letter that's going to get sent out. So subscribe to the mailing list if you want to receive that one. Should be a bit of fun each and every week, mate. But they're here to listen to us finding some winners. And that's what we're going to do. As you said, mate, back to Eagle Farm. The weather's been pretty good today slash uh, the forecast into the weekend looks pretty good as well. But 
Seagull Farm, mate, we're going to get a good four, whether you like it or not. <laughs> we sure are. Two-year-olds are going to kick us off, mate. Over the 1,400, you've got a 14-length winner, Secret Tales, that's leading the market here. Uh, absolutely dicked in last start there at the Gold Coast. Seafield, Kenny Boy, they sort of come through that same race um, where I've been there, got the chocolates. Yep. But two-year-olds, mate, we say it every week, they're our specialty. No one's... No one's yep. fact-checked us yet, so that's <laughs> yeah, that's right. The rails also at uh, five and a half meters the entire course. So I mean, it's 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 played interestingly actually. The Eagle Farm the last few weeks it's been sort of on pace a bit, so it tends to be a bit. It's almost been a bit leaderish, which is a bit weird. I'm actually going for a midfield slash back marker here in Seafield. I found on top for the Ben Thompson Heathcote Stable. I just thought that the I've been there form stacks up a little bit better than the 18, like the punishing that secret tales <laughs> comes through whilst pretty impressive. And um, I think Kenny boys should be taking on secret towers up out in front, 1400 meters. We've got Eagle farm. If it was Doombin, my tip's probably a bit different, but I think Seafeld gets the cover and um, mate Thompson for Heathcote. They're, they're turning into a bit of a um, Maloney Golan or Rod Golan combo. Those two, they go all right. So three dollars seventies value in a pretty open affair. I thought. Yeah, I'm sticking with the uh, the bit of the hype there. Um, and look, it it sucks a bit because you know, as as you are well aware, mate, we try and do our form sort of before the odds are released. And I didn't think Secret Tales would come up favourite. Um, and that's why I was excited to back. But, hey, I don't make up the odds, unfortunately. Um, but I, I just think there is a little bit more to this horse's ability than that smash and last start. Its first run there, um, it was a good run, but I think it was just on the rails at Eagle Farm, which ended up you didn't want to be there on that day. So I'm going to give that as a little bit of a forgive run. Um, and along with probably Kenny Boy, it can just sit off the pace and – as yeah, I'm I'm looking at it a bit like you. I think the leader leaders probably will be favoured this meet just with that rail out, because um, the grass is going to be where you know where they were winning from last couple of weeks when they were there. So yeah, it could be a good little race going forward this one as well. So I think there's a bit of untapped Seafield looks like a horse that's just going to swallow up a mile uh, yeah. as soon as he gets there. So I mean JJ Atkins sort of radar. We don't really know how good. These sort of two-year-olds are yet, but throw yep. a leg up to the mile for sure. Race. All right, mate. I know you're itching to get to race two, so I'll uh, I'll try not to. to oh yeah, mate, I'm excited. <laughs> We've got Joymaker, two thousand two hundred meters, mate. BM seventy-eight. You're yep. getting two dollars eighty, which is what you get every time Joymaker goes around. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, but he's got to come up against another one that you're quite, I guess, frustrated of over the last, well, I can say at least the last four starts. Uh, yeah. And that's young blood. And, of course, you get the apprentice on board, which just makes life that much sweeter, mate. The middle distance, Chris Waller's got a few in this race as well. It's the locals v. the Waller show each and every week, mate. Who takes it out this week? This race is, um, uh, it really doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't get me too excited. Um, I actually think you, I think I think you missed one in your in your brief um brief rounding off there, mate. And that's Picaro up for the Gary Portelli stable with Mickey Rod on board. Yeah, I think um 
Youngblood won't know himself with the 51 kilos, should lead uncontested. Joymaker is an Eagle Farm horse, big tick. But I think Picaro, Rod jump. I don't know if Rod has jumped off Joymaker and Burns jumped back on. I'm not sure of the how that's worked, whether he had it booked pre this race. But if he has jumped off Rod onto Picaro, I think that's a bit of a push. And I'm just going with the Sydney form here being slightly better than this um, this Brisbane middle distance handicap that we have going on here. I, I can't back Joe Maker or Young Blood again, mate. I'm happy to steer clear from, from both. I'm sticking strong to the cause here. Picaro for the win at $6 is the value. Jeez, I'd never thought I'd hear those words out of your mouth. Well, this this is why we're such a tragic teammate because I'm jumping on the Joymaker bandwagon here. Um, we, I don't know why, mate, but we You're missed an absolute it last. Sellout. <laughs> we, we declare I am, mate. I'm waiting for the Schweder team to send us a Joymaker hat. To be honest, so, but. Look, Jim Byrne, he's running in a little bit of a purple patch. So yep. you're not look. No matter what the jockey sitch is, I think we're both um, both going to reap a benefit there of whoever's on. Yeah, Portelli doesn't bring him to town too much. No, that, that was either, a, does a, so, yeah. I thought that was a bit of a push. I was like, why is he out of Sydney push. to bring it up here? But mate, I was declaring for well, let me count them: one, two, three, four starts. The minute Joymaker gets over 2,000, he's def- she's definitely a back. Um, and mares hold their form when they get it. So I think the trip, the track, a lot of ticks. I'm getting on the Joymaker wagon this week, mate, to find out what it's all about. Mate, enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, all right. All right. Well, look, bud, we'll move on to 1,200 metres here. Yep. And the boys take up the BM72, mate. And... Clearance sale, which was in on Wednesday, scratch for this assignment here, comes up your $2.50 favourite. And there's already been a little bit of a push there in the market for yeah. him as well. Uh, Dixon Bay, you know, good couple of runs back. Axe, mm, Axe, I don't know. Uh, Hidden Eyes, Firebox, Coop, mate. Finois is first up for the month's yard. Bit of an interesting form field. How have you found this one on the paper? Yeah, Axe came through that sort of so taken Polanka form, which I'm not sure I'm that keen on, to be honest, the way they've sort of come out of that race. Um, I think clearance sales are a get on. I think it's, if it's not the best of the day at Eagle Farm, it's pretty darn close. Um, it was a lock on Wednesday at Doombin, got scratched for this. Um, shorter trip, it's going to be harder to beat. Draws for Mickey Rod, gets the run of the race. There's three leaders that should all take it on up front and he'll he's not going to find trouble with the rail out and that kind of thing. I just think it's, yeah, it's almost a bet of the day slash weekend clearance sale. Jeez, I know a couple of lads that are certainly keen on it. I'm, mate, yep. I'm going to ruffle the feathers here because that's what we do here at the Mugs. We are we ruffle feathers. The Brisbane Racing Club, Race Q, know that. We get results. I'm putting Firebox on top. Um, Huxtable takes a bit of a claim off for Team Anderson, which is handy. Uh, but just think last start, Gold Coast is just not his track. He was caught sort of four wide, um, had to do a little bit of work, and then still brave enough to fight on for the third. Yep. I think back to Eagle Farm with a bit of space is going to be the go. Uh, and I'm just taking the fitness edge on a horse like Clearance Sale that the 1200 first up might be a little bit sharp, but I mean, he's shown a little bit of ability too. So if he's sort of at that level, we, uh, you and your mate Lloyd, you think, he should just put him away, but I'm taking a yeah. bit of value in that yeah. one. Mate, 
Let's move on to the girls. Now, I know you love the Phillies, and I'm going to channel some BDE here. The golden hat goes on, mate, because <laughs> there's a horse here named In Gear that a lot of the mugs do not really like. But there's another horse here, East Asia, that you were pretty keen on last week, which was scratched. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen really a plunge like this on yeah, a it's been third day com- since we've done this. Eight into $3.50 already. Yeah. Are you still with East Asia? Yeah, mate. It's just, a, I think it's just a rinse repeat from last start. Unfortunately, the $9 <laughs> that we had on yeah, offer last week that. absolutely disappeared. Um, I simply don't trust in gear. Um, Dista One has drawn out as well. I just think East Asia gets the run of the race with those two coming across for the draws. Um, they're, they're probably false favorites in this anyway really um center fires over the odds at eleven dollars but the ex sydney galloper Dittman and heathcote should be i think a class above this field and there's a few question yeah. marks about a couple of them interesting uh Dittman's on board too so yeah all right we'll look into that mate i'm gonna i'm channeling the boss man here the sponsors of the show tj golan thanks for the uh the love mate i'm backing you in this week with in gear i've been right more than I've been wrong with this horse. So hopefully I can continue that trend. I think the good, the good tracks the way for this boy. Uh, and unlike I'd say 90% of golden horses, I think this fella goes better at Eagle Farm. So happy to see he's come back to Eagle Farm. He's going to be the bunny. So you're right, Dista one drawn wide. Indy is probably the one that leads without yeah. burning any fuel. So, so yeah. it's just going to be a matter of, you know, if, if the in-gear uh, that we've known to be a bit of a problem the last few weeks rocks up or he's got his head down and can and she can put him away to the sword. So, yeah, fingers crossed. In riding we trust. You're going to need it. Mate, I'm, I'm riding Joymaker and in-gear this week already. This is going to be, uh, uh, be great come the end of Saturday. Yeah, afternoon. I think you could be tearing your hair out. <laughs> Far out. Uh, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't get any easier in the fifth, I can tell you. <laughs> it doesn't. And uh, look, I might let you lead us in here because I know, look, you're a proud, proud fella, mate. You don't like being let down, but I know that someone in this field has, has continued to let you down a little bit. Is there anything that you need to get off your chest here for the 1,200 metres? Mate, we got the 1,200-metre 12, 12 Queensland Guineas Day, one May quality, and uh, Kisakano lines up again. I do absolutely love this horse, but I, that jump off, it's um, it just wasn't it just wasn't much good in that dual race. The couple starts before mm-hmm. that, it's been poor. I don't know whether there's something wrong there. Just it's just not it's just not come back. Like, this is the horse that knocked off Rothfire in the dual last year yeah. so it's yeah there's a bit of a gap between that kind of form i actually put got a kiss on top here um it was fifth in the magic millions three-year-old race comes to this with a pretty sharp first up record um kisakano can tend to lead tycoon evie apache chase and i just think um the fresh horse on the scene here with steph thornton for the steve o'day yard is going to be way too strong it's um it's a super horse got a kiss yeah, look, I'm excited to see it come back, mate. But again, I'm back. Ooh. I'm getting on mass destruction here. I'm I'm looking very forward to seeing Got a Kiss get back. I just 
not sure about this uh, first up. That's my only concern. But if anything, there's going to be plenty of pace. Um, Kisakano, as he said, it's going to go forward. Taiku Nevi, Apache Chase knows no other way. But two starts back, uh, Mass Destruction just went down by a better lip to simply fly um, at the Gold Coast last start in the duel there. It's, it's a bit hard to, you know, to, to ride a horse off from that meet. But just think, uh, thinking this, this guy has certainly come back big this prep. And I'm thinking that that form is good enough. Um, two starts back, it beat Kisakano in that same field. And you're seeing yeah. a bit of a indiscretion with the yeah, odds there. With the price, yeah. Um, and like you, mate, if if the pace is on, mass destruction, got a kiss, are going to be the two that can yeah, run on. And running on. Yeah. I just think Eagle Farm suits that style of horse. I know they've been a bit on pacey of late, but five and a half metre rail, it's a bit of a tick. Yep, 100%, mate. I'm keen to have a good play there. All right. Jeez, the next. Holy. Back to focus, mate. Uh, it doesn't get easier. This is no. a very, very ordinary sort of card this week unfortunately mugs we're trying to spruce up some excitement but we can only do so much but i think that race five is is certainly the race of the day to watch for yeah. because a lot of those horses are going to be big time players in the winter carnival Carnival's, so it's good yeah. to see him early mate but elpin dorada is your favorite and that sums up this field here in race number six you've got an absolute money guzzler horse at three dollars, it's going to suck everybody <laughs> in. And then you got Montez, who is just as much of opening that mouth, inhaling deep. You get Leah Kilner on board, who the only thing she's taken is three kilos away from anything. Um, at four dollars, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, mate, this is a pretty tough race. I've actually settled on the favourite four dollars. It was four dollars forty, but a few have come out. Clarence Sale was dual nom, so was Lula, and then Safade came out. Um, but I think Alpendorada. Um, it comes through the dream time of race where we had it a few weekends ago, the fourteen hundred metre trip. Um, Mickey Rod for the Heathcote Yards, probably a bit of a push here. I know there's not too much else he could have got on in this particular race, but the fact that's the bookings a bit of a we need to get this one done. Um, it'll get back, but the track suits get back run on horses. And I was interested in the form of the Lees runner, but Lua has come out. I didn't want to take an, I take a Lees runner first up. I <laughs> have a yeah. tendency to do that, then I don't back them second up, and then they win. So I, um, I just wanted to watch that. But, um, yeah, gone anyway. Yeah, gone anyway, because I was, uh, I was pretty interested to see how Lua goes to. And I think, actually, those three that you mentioned that are scratch, I think that they were the three... Uh, three favourites in the market before yeah. they all come out. So I, th- I think Alpen Dorada is just a favourite by default here with yeah. uh, with Rod on board. Mate, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the dark there from Barrier Nine. Uh, Duplessis, he's been he's been riding really well actually. So give him a shout out, old Mickey Mark. Um, Morrissey Yard, it just seems to be a bit of a war horse. This horse, I yeah. mean, last start there, two links behind Slow Hands, which was majestic tipping from yourself and myself there mm-hmm. um but the start before was went down a lip to mashiki there at eagle farm as well that was the who's your dealer race so i yeah. think it's Form been stacked uh, up yesterday bit- with the way mashiki ran on as well well that's it that's exactly it um and i guess here the big concern is is sort of that you know zip from seven at the distance um however 
you know, two runs at the mile coming back to the 1400, the horse is going to be rock hard fit. So if that's a little bit of a difference in the form rather than probably leading towards the mile, uh, can maybe see a little bit of a different performance from the dark. So nine bucks, bit of value. Yeah, bit of value. Not really a uh, (laughs) race. Not not one to launch into there. (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet, mate. But uh, look, we might let's let's venture down south, mate. This worked well last week to keep us up and about. And yep. we've got a couple of group ones that you touched on, mate. We've got the Vinery and the Tancred. So this is why the uh, the mid distance Chris Waller field probably isn't as prominent this week because half his runners are in these fields. The Vinery, two thousand meters, mate. Harmony Rose, a three dollar favourite. Personal Hungry Heart. Epekinuius, which I'm um, getting a little bit frustrated at back in that thing. Um, but it's a bit of a stacked field there over the 2000. Have you got a bit of a confidence going into this one, mate? I think you, I think you pretty much just have to trust the form of, um, of Harmony Rose. I didn't know if there was too many others that could win it, to be quite honest. A personal, I think, can win it. And I'm a bit concerned about the Kiwi runner force of will just because that form from Ellerslie is hard to line up till they have a run over here. But Harmony yeah. Rose, you know, third two lines raw behind Mawanga. Um, draws the pole, goes forward. Um, Rose Hills a run. Uh, Rose Hills a, a, has and has a leader ish kind of bias about it. If it has any bias, um, the horse has pretty good closing sectionals. I, I found it hard to. I wanted to find some value in it because I have in the Tankard coming up, but I just thought on form the apart from Force of Will, which could just be an absolute superstar, um, the Mawanga forms it's class. Yeah, it, it is. Um, the only two dollars ninety is no price though. <laughs> and it's it's thinking of a bit of Yankee Rose here, isn't it? I think it's maybe just the Rose and the the Derby uh, silks. But no, I'm, I'm looking outside. I'm I'm going to go one more time with Epicunius. Um, so Mugs, correct me if the pronunciation's wrong because I've just been calling it F wit over the last two starts, but. It can find a bit of trouble uh, and the king of finding himself in trouble, Damien Oliver, takes the ride here, which isn't a very good uh, case to make, but I think he just is looking, well, he's going to have 2,000 metres to find a spot for this horse <laughs> so we can hopefully see what it's capable of. And at 12 bucks, it's going to be a frustrating watch one way or the other if I'm on it and it gets boxed in or if I'm not on it and it finds room and and sort of see where this boy lines up. Yeah. Um, you're right. That force of will looks impressive, mate. It's a yeah, bit of it's, it's got Glenn Boss booked as well. I mean, if you need a bigger push in Australia than that, that's probably it. To be honest, I think it's, it's, a, it's a smoky for sure. It's just one of those things that uh, when they bring him over the Kiwi horses, it's just whether the ground, um, if they can get through it. So. I mean, we've seen a soft bet. I've just had a look at the weather report and it looks to be pretty good down in Sydney up until then. So yeah. if the ground gets to a good, whether yeah, that's in trouble. Chances, but you don't know until they, they do it. It's like yeah. Aegon. It's already it nines out to 12s as well. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. So it's already on the drift. So there are probably sort of, that's probably factored into the prices. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Well, look, kicking back to uh, to God's country there, Eagles Eagle Farm, where the pearly rose gates um, get some <laughs> rose gates at Eagle Farm. That might help us. Hey, hey there, BRC. 
She's the boss, mate. One of your ATM keeps delivering yep. $2.75. I think that's probably a pretty good price considering the form that uh, this this girl's bringing into the race. But Ren's day hasn't done a lot wrong either. So yep. it looks to be a battle of two there at the top of the market. Who are you making a case for out of those two? There's only one boss in um in Eagle Farm and in Brisbane, and that's not Wednesday, mate. It's she's a boss. Frad Meister sticks on board. He absolutely loves this horse. Uh, Fifty four kilos. Uh, I know that uh, we got the the um, apprentice on Wednesday as well, so it gets the claim there. But she's a boss is just bulletproof. Two for two track and trip. Um, I think it's come wide before at Eagle Farm, about five lanes around the corner leading and then just kicked off a hot speed, which it has the capability to do. So I'm not concerned. Good service is the best kind. Um, it'll win this, I think. Yeah, 100%, mate. Can't really add much to what uh, great inspirational feedback you've just given there. Just going to get the run of the race. Barrier yep. three, it's going to sit right behind Junction, who's going to kick up, on, I guess, on the inside, put a bit of tempo in. Um, Ren's day, we've seen, I mean, seen this turn of foot last start with a win there, but let's be honest, it beat up, you know, a pretty average field. So it's going to have to contend with she's the boss. And if it can't out sprint, she's the boss, it's not winning. Simple yep. as that. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, it looks, it looks a good play there, race seven, mate. Gets confidence going up because uh, if she's a boss, is your girl. We've got the other girl here, uh, Steph Thornton, but she's on our boy. She's on our boy. Slow hands, $5, mate. The Eagle Farm Mile Specialist. You've got, uh, you've got a smart one, though, walking, flying, and word for word is back for a rematch there. They're all around that $5 mark, mate. So there's a bit of value in this field. Um, it doesn't really get to double figures when you, you start to talk about Kubrick again, but we are not going to be talking about Kubrick again. So I'm, I'm doubling down, mate. Slow hands, done nothing wrong. I can't see any reason why to jump off. Uh, are you sticking with the slow hands train toot toot? Uh, no, can't win this weekend, mate. Good service is a massive problem for slow hands. It's yeah, it's just a it's a straight up put a pen through it. Um, word for word, doesn't win at this trip. I don't think Dreamtime has done anything wrong. I was on last start when it led and yeah. battled on against Hidden Eyes. Um, Wishart keeps the what ride, gets the three kilos off, so it'd be carrying fifty one and a half, which is absolute air. Um, I think if there's any danger in the race, it's probably Vinko, but um, and I'm not that concerned by the gate i think they'll be getting off and around them and um the only other real pace influence is word for word so i think dream time is too tough and yes it's i'll be kudos to you for sticking with slow hands but i think it's actually no chance in this race on the weekend gee whiz talk about freaking a kick to the nuts sorry, sorry mate. <laughs> i'm just pretty i'm pretty passionate about it being on a good surface it's it's no good on a good track. Like, yeah, well, lucky, well, lucky slow hands doesn't have any nuts to gelding. <laughs> you made him a gelding. Yeah, but look, seven, well, seven second placings on a good. He's, he's not that he runs bad off a good track. It's just whether that head goes down at the uh, at the right time. So yep. we'll see, mate. It's a different Eagle Farm every single week. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Hopefully, get the soft, <laughs> sandy, slippery surface. Then you'll be, <laughs> then you'll, right. then you'll be a Wayne God, mate. <laughs> And uh, look, if there's any uh, any horse fans watching, make sure you check out Slow Hands' tail in the mounting yard. I think uh, the burner, Bernie, 
Bernadette Trooper made in light of it last start, and it was pretty damn impressive. So there's a tangent for you. <laughs> anyway, mate, back to the good stuff. Yep. The get out stakes, mate. We've flown through this week. Race nine, thousand meter sprint there, mate. The BRC TV Classics Handicap. What an absolute champion sponsor there. Uh, the BRC TV crew, big Natho and the team. Mate, La Palmier, Pizzoni, uh, and Air Spirit, how wonderful life is. That's the TJ Gollan lineup there in the last. He's got a bit of a stranglehold here, but you've got Kylese and Kalik, who are both uh, both at the top end of the market there. Who brings us home in the last, mate? Oh, I think um, I think this race is it's probably the second best race of the day with race five, but I think Pizzoni is almost a living certainty in this race. Um, they pair up. It flies first up. Um, it's got no listed trial, so I'm just trusting the stable, but... With Mr. Gollan training up, I'm pretty sure that's a, yeah. that's a stable you can trust. It draws super soft at seven, run. so can um, get around them. There's enough pace in this. It should be a pretty hot tempo, and I just think it'll be flying past in the final 100 metres. It has blistering closing splits, this horse. Two, two, all aboard at the Pizzoni train, mate. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Six, $6 as well last night. It's huge. Over. I thought it was massive overs. Yeah, um, I, th- I think so too. I just I think La Palmiere is just a little bit uh, vulnerable there first up. It's a rock-hard fit horse um, when it is rock-hard fit. But first up, Kylise just doesn't seem to have that bit of a killer punch, does uh, Does the old Wisted O'Day trained mare there. Um, and just think they're going to be, yeah, vulnerable late. That's a speed battle, those two up front. Um, and just think Pizzoni has the... Best turn of foot of the rest to be able yeah, to come over the top. It'll be mate. flying. Yeah. If they're yeah. running on at all, if they are leading all day though, then I'm probably the confidence pulls back oh. a bit. But yeah, that's the that's the key, I think. Well, and that's I think that's what you'll see on the day. Um, come race nine, we'll have an idea, and it's a bit too late for us to change our tips, mate. But you got La Palmier 450, Pizzoni at six bucks. If they're leading, you'll probably see La Palmier shorten, Pizzoni yeah. drift. If it's the other way around, you might even see Pizzoni come into a favourite. Yeah, I reckon I'll Just, start favourite if they're running on. Yep. Yep. No, 100%, mate. Uh, and look, let's finish with an absolute bang again. Rose Hill, race seven, the Tancred Stakes here, mate. 2,400. Massive scalp for Sydney comes to town, and that is the Kiwi champion, Melody Bell. Barrier 12, J-Mac goes on board. You're going to get $7 for Melody Bell, but you've got the Cox Plate winner. So Dragon 8 who was, uh, I thought he was pretty good last start there in the Ramvit. Um, yep. just, you just can see, though, you know, that five-length difference between Very Elegant and the rest of these sort of wait-for-age uh, sort of horses there. So there you top two, mate. It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty decent field, and this will give yeah. us a pretty good guide, obviously, to the Sydney Cup if some of them go there. Um, but for the spring, when we're talking Caulfield Cups, Melbourne Cups, Cox Plates, this is a form that we'll be uh, digging back through. Yeah, it's a pretty oh, – I think the jury's still out on Sir Dragon. I'm not discounting its Cox Plate win, but I think it was okay. It was only fair. Um, Melody Bell, if the track just improves even slightly, you 
she I think she's just about gone. I know she's a superstar. What she got 13 or 14 group ones. I actually think there's a that you mentioned the Melbourne Cup. There's one that's run in a Melbourne Cup in this. Craig Williams aboard. I reckon sound is absolutely it's it's massive overs. It's um Mr. Michael Maroney took it over the ditch. It's had um two runs over there, over 2,400 and 3,200 in a group one at Ellerslie. Um, yep. It absolutely loves this track and trip. It'll be set for the Sydney Cup, I'm assuming, with the 13-200 to start last prep, but our last run. It loves the soft conditions, and it's just been running on okay. Like, it's just sort of been ticking a box. It had a really good last prep. I think $26 is – I reckon it's bit, I reckon that's stealing. $6 the place, mate. It'll, it'll be running a place. Hey, that's, some, uh, that's some confidence there. All right. Yep. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the double digits here as well, mate, because I think this is a real good value. Yeah, it's a race. real wide open affair. Um, and look, you talk a you talk a dream team combination. Peter Moody, Luke Nolan will always come to mind, but it's going to be for a different reason here. They got Nicker Jack Cave in here first up. Uh, it's an import there, obviously, who didn't get into the field for the Melbourne Cup. So I think they'll be pretty adamant to have this guy pretty forward to run a big race here because they do need to sort of uh, bump up the rating or whatever they do. Who knows who they believe sort the Melbourne Cup? Let's be honest. Nobody does know. Um, but I think just with that misprep in the spring, he's going to be set ready for a massive autumn. Um, yep. And Peter Moody coming to Sydney, I think this would be his first runner since he's sort of been back in business down there in Melbourne. So, look, there's not a lot of form that I can give the mugs out there, but just the trust that this this thing was set to win the Melbourne Cup. There was heaps of money for it last spring. Didn't even get there, so the bookies won. Time for us mugs to get some back. Nicky yep. Jack Cave. Barry 11. Yeah, he's got he's only bought the two, I think, and they're both in the group ones. Princess Rahini's in the in the um vinery, and then he's got the um and then, and then he's got Nicker Jack Cave in the um in the tank do, yeah. room, which is um yeah, when 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 Moody starts to get his um his hands around a bit of a distance race, I get a bit concerned because he's pretty talented, old PJ. Yeah, PG even looking Moody. at um even looking at that uh, that race prior to the winery, you've got it's come from nowhere. It's it's Maiden. yeah, <laughs> but that's eighteen dollars as well. It's not like it's coming in and it's you know two hundred to one or something. So I don't know. Someone must know something with those two. So they'll be big watchers. Both the both the PG yep. Moody races are runners in those races. I reckon. Hundred percent, mate. Bill, uh, look, that's that's some good good vibes from the mugs this week. We're going to finish with the banger, the must have. And we've got Lloydie's lock that yep. uh, he rates himself the big fella. So we're, we're all about just finding sure things. And that's what we do best, mate. Kick us off. Beans banger. What do you got? Mate, I reckon we could have a, we could have a bit of a Lloydie banger off here because um, I'm pretty sure Lloydie's lock might be in the same race as Beans banger. I just think she's the boss. Is probably one of the best horses in Queensland at the moment. Um, completely bulletproof. We'll be winning on the weekend. Mate, you're 100% correct there. Lloydie's just vibed in, and we don't let him on the podcast yet, Mug, so don't worry. You don't have to listen to him <laughs> dribbling on. But he's shouted out Ren's Day as his best. I'm not even going to give you the spiel that he's given us because we don't have enough time. Yep. But uh, 
What we'll do there, Muggs, in the email out, you get a couple of sentences about our best there of the day, but I think that's a little bit of a, a cart and side bet between you two to sort yeah, out. So something like that <laughs> could be the go here. <laughs> that or a, or a shaved head, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, and, mate, we, we need to finish with an absolute belter of a line here, and you're probably going to hate this, but I'm making Joymaker. Moz's must-have. Oh, God. Yeah. No. What, a disgrace. what a disgrace. You, leave that there. Your best is Joymaker and ours is a match race. <laughs> How good. That's why we're the mugs, mate. That's why yep, we're the mugs. That is, that is right, we're the mugs. <laughs> anyway, mugs, well, look, thanks for uh, listening. Have a good Easter weekend. Queensland, get to the track again. Hey, you beauty, we can. Um, but make sure you're following what the mugs antics are over Easter. Boom. Yep, vibes up. We've got the championships next weekend at Randwick. Looking forward to that with these two group ones coming into it. So we are, it's, a, it's a big couple of weeks down south in Sydney as well. So looking forward to that. Catch your mugs.